Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday, the 25th of February. Thank God it's Friday. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can pause the slideshow here. And if you're listening on a podcast, head on over to marcustoday.com.au and you can read the disclaimer there. And if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board. You can sign up there for a free two-week trial of our offering. All right, well, to say it was a wild ride last night is somewhat of an understatement, to say the least. Uh, Let's go through the numbers first, but it doesn't tell the real story. Dow Jones closed up, up 92 points, or 0.28%, 33,224. NASDAQ was up 3.34%, 436 points. 13,472. The S&P 500 was up in the middle for diddle, up 1.5%, 63 points to 42.89. But this doesn't really tell the story. This was the comeback to beat all comebacks. Certainly uh, Joe Biden's speech and the no escalation in terms of uh, the US committing to defending Ukraine was certainly a massive positive, as was no sanctions on Russian oil as yet, and also no moves on SWIFT, but sanctions nevertheless on Russia and condemnation around the globe. But more importantly as well was a unified front from both NATO and the EU. It was enough to send the Dow much, much higher from its lows. Put it in perspective, the Dow Jones had a low of nearly 900 points down, 859 points down. Our market yesterday, we saw a 700-point futures uh, pointer, so that was uh, showing a 700-point loss for the Dow. It was down at its lows, 859, closing up 92. That is an extraordinary rise. The Nasdaq was down 3.3-odd percent at one stage and closed up 3.3%. So a massive rebound from US markets, S&P 500 also. Cybersecurity and defense stocks very much in focus and those Nasdaq technology stocks also doing obviously very well, 3.3% to the good. The VIX index having spiked up to 37, closed down one at around 30, down 3.74%. So very much uh, sell the rumour by the fact, at least now we have certainty, I guess, from uh, Putin in terms of his intentions rather than the phony war that we have seen up until now. In all this turmoil, SPY futures were up 85 points or 1.22%, 7,029. Of course, we fell 229 points yesterday, down nearly 3%. So we are going to see some buyback today. It will gap up. Whether people chase it remains to be seen. Of course, we have two days of fighting, potentially, and whatever potentially could happen in the Ukraine uh, ahead of us. So it may be some caution, but certainly some relief as well that the US markets has not cratered. Certainly in the oil market, we did see that above uh, 101 uh, for a while, but it settled up uh, 2.3%, $2.24, 99.08. But it is still at the moment 
moving around, obviously, on the back of reports coming out of uh, Russia, Ukraine and elsewhere. WTI for oil up only 0.77% or 71 cents, 92.81. The gold price uh, was uh, spiked higher, as you would imagine, up 0.8 of a percent, But I'm noticing at the moment the current gold price in terms of their futures around 1900. So all that glistens is not necessarily gold. Iron ore down a dollar ten, very peaceful in the iron ore market, down 0.8 of a percent, 136.95. In commodity markets last night we had copper up 0.03, nothing shaking there. Nickel up 1.6. Aluminium. One of the big commodities that Russia produces, 3.3%, some relief that the U.S. wasn't targeting the aluminium market, critical, of course, to uh, uh, many industries, aeroplanes, etc. Zinc up 1.9%, lead up 0.7%, and ton up 1.8%. As a result of all this, in terms of uh, U.S. and international company movements, we had Freeport McMoran up just close to 3%. Alcoa fell 2.7%. Tech up 0.7%. Anglo up 1.7%. Glencore down 1.2%. Vale down 1.1%. And Arbomile Lithium up 1.2%. BHP and Rio. Uh, BHP fell 3.4% in ADR terms. And Rio fell 2.68%. Remember yesterday, BHP was ex-dividends. That 240 cent dividend, $2.40, was actually around 40 index points. That was already a big, heavy burden on the index. And as we've talked about in the past, this is one of the reasons why the SPY futures trades at a discount, which of course now that is closing up as these companies go ex-dividend. And the the joy and the, uh, and the, the... benefit of owning stocks as over futures diminishes as those dividends are paid down to shareholders. So that uh, that SPY discount does close up. In other stocks, uh, we saw the uh, Aussie dollar 71.64. But uh, in the US here, I put up a chart, uh, not of today's movement, but actually this week's movement. And you can see that it was on a long slippery slide down for the first part of this week and then gapped down on the open but then it was one-way traffic from there and accelerated after Biden's speech. So that was very much a, a potentially a good sign. Uh, and we did see some big rallies in cybersecurity stocks, defense stocks as well, Disney doing well. In terms of the tech stocks, Apple was up 1.5%, Meta up 4.5%, Google up 3.9%, Microsoft up 5.1%, Amazon up 4.5%, Tesla up 48 We had Netflix up 6% and Block which came out with some good Q4 numbers uh, with transactions rising, was up 7.1% today. So we should see a good bounce in our nascent technology stocks, that's for sure. Uh, U.S. banks, though, Morgan, uh, J.P. Morgan down 2.8, Citigroup down 4, Goldman's down 0.3, Bank of America down 2.6, and Wells Fargo down 2.3%. Major stories last night, of course, dominated by the Ukraine invasion. Uh, New sanctions, but the world or the globe at least has stopped short of sanctions and removing Russia from the SWIFT payment system, which is the international banking payment system. Uh, The UK sanctions on Russia have limited their access to financial markets, but importantly, so far at least, no sanctions on oil. Of course, that is important because Europe gets a huge amount of energy from the Russian oil and gas sector. 
So that is, uh, that is a serious problem for the EU at the moment. I did see one analyst on the television this morning saying that Europe had been really badly um, piloted into this crisis because of their energy policy. It's all very well to switch or try and switch to uh, electric vehicles and greening the world, greening the planet and greening Europe with uh, renewables, solar and uh, wind farms, etc., but uh, they still rely on oil and gas. So they may have switched over or tried to switch over too quickly and as a result actually still rely on that oil and gas coming out of Russia. But as yet, there's no sanctions on that. Oil prices did surge, though. They got to above uh, 101, certainly watching CNBC last night as I was going home around 6 o'clock. Oil prices were surging. Gas prices in Europe also surging. Of course, this is a political problem for Joe Biden in the US because Obviously, gas prices for motorists in the US are a big, big topic of conversation. And as one analyst pointed out, it is the impact of inflation amplified because it is so um, in people's faces as they drive past the petrol stations. Of course, it is there in neon lights, well, LED lights probably, showing uh, the price of petrol. So it's an immediate kind of reminder of how high inflation is. Uh, in the uh, in Russia, in Moscow, we saw Russian war pr- protesters being arrested, very brave people taking to the streets of Moscow to protest against this invasion of Ukraine. And spare a thought, our market may have been down 3% yesterday, but the Moscow index closed down 33% after a 45% fall at one stage on the back of this invasion. So I do hope that Putin and his mates bought some puts and putting the put in Putin. Uh, U.S. stocks rebounded on that Biden speech, yields back to 1.96 in the U.S., and also the thought that maybe all this uncertainty will add to the cloud over the Fed in their March meeting and may steer them away from a 50 basis point rise to a 25 basis point rise only. It may slow the pace of interest rate rises, uh, certainly uh, higher commodity prices. It's hard to uh, affect those with uh, interest rate rises. Cybersecurity and defence stocks very much in focus last night. And the SEC is probing Elon Musk and his brother over insider trading. And Block, fourth quarter, beats expectations as transaction revenue rises. What to expect today? Well, of course, our market is going to bounce. It was a bit... uh, a bit uh, crazy yesterday afternoon as things accelerated on the news that Russia had gone into Ukraine. And of course, we started to see reports uh, coming out there with the dawn um, assault. So that was certainly spooking our market yesterday afternoon. Already, uh, of course, under pressure because of the the big dividend drop that we're seeing at the moment, the ex-dividends taking a big toll. And one of the problems that we have in our market, of course, is that the index is very skewed towards certain stocks. And BHP now is around 11.5%. 12% of the ASX. So that uh, $2.40 dividend in BHP was quite a big chunk. 40, 45 odd points of index falls alone in one stock. So that does push a headwind in your face to start the day. Reasonably, though, BHP, I, I guess, taking out the dividend 
only fell a dollar twenty odd on the back of the uh, the fall yesterday, so it wasn't quite as bad as it looked, but certainly that does weigh on the market. We do have results again after Super Thursday. Of course, most brokers are going to be sticking out huge amounts of research and companies meeting analysts and going through the numbers. So there's plenty of people being tied up with that. Uh, but as far as headlines go in our market, certainly, uh, at least to begin with, we got Linus out this morning, record NPAD of 156.9 million. Sales revenue increased to 31 4.8 million from 202.5. So it looks like a pretty solid set of numbers from Linus. ASB, which is Ausstall, revenues fall 14% to 722.4. Uh, profits declined to 45.1 million. Maintained unfranked dividend at 4 cents. We have seen uh, MYX, which is Maine Pharma, revenue of 196.4 for the half year, down 6% on the prior corresponding period. EBITDA, 48.8, up 20%. Uh, Bravura profits up, EBIT up 61% to 25.3, net profit up 69%. And BAPCOR, one of the stocks that I like as a potential takeover target, has appointed new bankers with Macquarie now on board as their bankers. And they are monitoring the share register uh, with um, certain focus at the moment as they watch out that private equity doesn't take a uh, position and therefore launch a bid for that one. My screen has just gone blank, which is highly annoying. Anyway, we will kick on. Uh, the question of the day today is uh, that uh, what stocks are you watching for your uh, buy list in terms of all this turmoil out there? So that is uh, something to uh, think about. So that's question of the day. What have you got on your buy list in all this volatility? And we're back. And uh, finally, I guess uh, in terms of uh, our podcasts, uh, be aware that we do have the morning meeting podcast that comes out uh, around uh, just after uh, 12, 12.30 in the email. Uh, we do have the On The Desk podcast, and this week I sat down with uh, Tom and Ben and talked about my start in the industry and some of the, the things that I have done in my career. Not that interesting, I'm sure, to many people. And the On The Couch podcast last week, I sat down with Marcus talking your questions being answered, some of those at least anyway. So I would urge you to sign up for one, two, three, or four of those podcast streams. We'd love to have you as a listener there and tell your friends about that as well. But you can always head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts and ideas over there in the group. It's always a great group, members helping members. And certainly in these difficult times, it's always good to get a a different perspective on things and get maybe a still small voice of calm in the turmoil that's it from me today thanks very much for listening sorry if the screen went black Uh, that's the way of things but uh, rather than do it all again i just plowed on so we'll see how it works out thanks very much have a great day